This is Talking Cowboys. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com. And the official Dallas Cowboys app. First down. Jason Witt is in the end zone. Intercepted. Sean Lee. Touchdown. Des Bryant. Now, your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus. Taylor Stern, and Rob Phillips. Welcome, everybody, into the SWBC Mortgage Studio. It is Tuesday, the first Tuesday of 2018 here at the Star in Frisco. And my guys, they never stop working, not even on New Year's Eve, not New Year's Day. These guys are grinders. But this this is our first show as we start our new weekly show schedule, which will be Tuesdays at 11 a.m. So hope you can join us every Tuesday as we get ready for the 2018 Dallas Cowboys football season. <laughs> We're starting fresh. We're starting yeah, fresh. Yeah, we are starting fresh. We're 1-0 today, guys. Yeah. You're 1-0 every day. We're winning today. Uh, we are winning today. But the Cowboys did have a winning season for the 2017 season, if you can believe it or not, because you might have whiplash. You might be suffering from that right now. After yeah. What a season it was. But, of course, they ended 9-7 and after a 6-0 shutout victory in Philly. Dominant. Just absolute wreckage. Yeah, Mickey's just busy throwing away all his papers he collected over the season. You throwing away 2017? No, I thought I was doing. I was printing out the. uh, I was on the 2017 schedules and I printed out the postseason. Hmm. Oh. But it printed out postseason for 2017 instead of 2018. Unnecessary for this team. You know, David Moore, I think, mentioned this this morning on the radio of the Dallas Morning News. This team, when you, I, I didn't even think about this. This team finished the season winning four out of five games. Yeah. Does it feel like that? They were nine and seven, five and one in the division. Yeah. Does it feel that way? And the shame of it was, <laughs> if they had won five straight, they still wouldn't have gotten the playoffs. Yeah. The thing about it is, though, it, we kind of were in a season where it was three different seasons. It we was. Thought, we talked about this the other day. Our last show before we went to Philadelphia was just how the the different. You know, it's a, it's a, it's funny. It's sixteen games doesn't appear like very much, but in the in the grand scheme of things, the way two thousand seventeen went, it was, you know, it was a, it was broken into. And you know, coaches usually don't look at it as breaking it up into sections, but the way it went, it really was broken up for them by the off the field stuff, the court cases, the you know all the things that we mm-hmm. talked about on we talked about on Friday. Uh, you know, that it, it's just. It, it, it was too much. It really was too much to have to overcome a lot of the things uh, that they did, you know, and, and that's uh, that's ultimately why you're not in the playoffs. Yeah, and, you know, you're sitting here. It's the second day of the offseason, if you would. Yesterday, the players, of course, were here emptying their lockers, and Coach Garrett will speak today at 1.30 p.m. Central Time live on DallasCowboys.com. But what I'm saying is this will this will affect the offseason greatly. You're going to have coaching talks right away. Sure. You're going to have free agency coming up in March. Combine, y'all are going. Right. So many of this season that we just dealt with is going to directly impact this offseason as far as just the storylines that you're probably all going to get sick of pretty quickly. Well, the finality of it all. Yeah. When the season ends, and, you know, last night, a great example of finality was, you know, Oklahoma and Georgia and Clemson and Alabama. I mean, you know, you're in the you're in the the limelight, and all of a sudden that season comes in. Now you're you know if you're on the losing side of that, you're kind of going, okay, what just happened? And you're like, okay, now you know you try and take a breath and reevaluate where you're at. And you you mentioned it, Tay. You know, there's a lot of guys in that locker room yesterday that will not be here with this team. There will be some coaches that will not be here with this team. You know, I mean, it's that's what football really is, and really all sports. 
you know, you, 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 there's change every year and you try and do everything you can to set you up so you don't, you're not the team that you're the, still the team that's playing. You know, that's the whole idea of this thing. You want to be the team that's the last one standing. And, you know, the Cowboys have got a lot of things that they have to do to, to get to that point. Hey, I said, yeah, last week we talked about it. I, I break the season up into three chunks. I thought the first month where they were really challenged by some defenses up front, and then they kind of found their, their rhythm offensively. And then that last stretch when Zeke got suspended and came back, there were some struggles there, especially offensively. Defensively, they played well. But I think to Tay's point, you know, this time last year, you lose in the second round, and it was really disappointing, but I think the feeling was you, you build off some things. There's some plenty to build on, Mick. Uh, and this year, you look at this team, and there's a lot to fix. And off I think offensively specifically, you look at it, and you got to figure out how can you find more consistency with the talent that you have up front. And it, and it speaks more to more than just being healthy at certain spots. They've or, got, they've, or being suspended. Or being suspended, right. Absolutely. Can I ask no. you a real quick question? Sure. The suspension or the poor offensive line play, which was the biggest for you? Poor offensive line play. And no one wants to talk about that. Yeah. Everybody wants to talk about, well, what did Dez do? Right. Or what did Dak do? No, I'm, I'm with you on and, this, and, and I'm with you. And, and the, you know, the narrative out there is all that other stuff. But if you want to look at what happened, and all you had to do was watch the game on Sunday. The offensive line, right? The left side, right? It, look at all the plays that went wrong. It, it, the fourth there was one. holding. There was blitzes that they couldn't pick up. I mean, one after another after another, and you sit there and go, "Well, how in the world did they end up driving ninety-nine yards for a touchdown?" Crazy, yeah. It was a miracle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if you look at all the other possessions, that's what was going wrong. It wasn't that they don't have you know, very imaginative routes, uh, the quarterback's not accurate, whatever else you want to come up with, look at what happened on that offensive line. We were talking about this yesterday in the office, just hanging out. If this team did sneak into the playoffs and they go to L.A., that would have been the game right. at the Rams. Boy, that's a bad matchup for you up front with those guys. Aaron Donald, Robert Quinn against an offensive line that very well still could have been without Tyron Smith and probably Jonathan Cooper. Jonathan Cooper, too. The entire yeah. left side of your offensive line because – because Cooper left the game, and Mick's right. The, the offensive line, they've still got tons of talent, but injuries, and they were inconsistent at times. And, and that really did affect the way the entire offense functioned. Dak, the receivers, the running game, everything. It's not all in the offensive line, but, but you do view that as the foundation of your football team. And it didn't play as well this year for a lot of different reasons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, and I, I see what you're saying, Brian, because a lot of people have kind of summed up the season to – Suspension and injuries. Yeah. And a lot of the injuries on the offensive line, you quickly discovered that you didn't have the depth for it. No, and that's where I think the misevaluation maybe started in Oxnard. Did, did you have the right depth? You know, they, they felt like they protected themselves with Byron Bell, who's a veteran player. They went out, you know, last year they got uh, Jonathan Cooper. He ends up being your starter, but it took you a while to kind of figure out what you were doing at left guard. You really didn't have an adequate backup for the left tackle. You didn't know the left tackle was going to struggle with injury all year. And your right tackle, he might have started off slow, but he got better. But by that time, you'd already lost a couple of games along the way. And so that was really, you know, the, the, the one thing you thought that the, the one constant would be the offensive line. 
mm-hmm. and it really it was the one thing that held you back. You, the, you know, we we look at the suspension stuff, and you kind of go back. Did they run the ball well enough? Was it the threat and all that? No, it really wasn't. But did they run it well enough? It was pretty good, it, it right? Was pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't it, it wasn't terrible. But it's that presence that Zeke. It's yeah, yeah. exactly. Mickey's yeah. talked about that. You don't have that threat, and he's absolutely right. It, when I look at this season, I don't Jump look Nick. I don't look at it as the <laughs> I don't look at it as what happened with the receiver. Even though the receivers, you know, we, I just keep going back in my head of if there was going to be a Dak regression, what was it going to be? Yeah. It was going to be because Dak, the players around Dak, weren't good enough or didn't play well enough. And I, I think that Dak included, he'll admit it, you know, the things that he had to do mechanically in the pocket weren't good enough. You know, some throws he had to make. Des Bryant ran a beautiful route for him the other day. On, on early in that football game, and you got to reward him with the ball at him to to you know make sure that he you know he runs it on the sidelines, he runs out, he gets the defensive back to spin, you know he's out of position and all that. Ball's too high, so you're like going okay, well now you don't know what your problems are. You get you finally get a, a route that is great, and you get a ball that's too high, but protection probably wasn't great you know I mean there, there's so many things that factor in what goes on with your, your season yeah absolutely I really liked what Terrence Williams said yesterday in the locker room talking about you know that him Dak Des all the guys kind of spoke on the plane about what they need to do in the offseason as far as to build the chemistry a lot of people keep talking about this chemistry and they said hey we just need to know what Dak's doing when he's coming out of the scramble I want to know where he's going they have to know these things and I think that's great self-awareness on their part to understand that. Well, you need to figure things out. You need, you to, need, you need to figure them out. And, and I don't know if, if running routes in, you know, 100-degree weather every day is going to be the, the, the answer. But, you know, it, it's a start. That's what you have to do. You have to evaluate where you're at. You have to evaluate, hey, what are we doing incorrectly? Now, Troy Aikman and Michael Irving will say it was route after route after route. You know, we, I knew uh, – Aikman will tell you, I knew that when I threw the ball with certain coverage, if it was here, I needed to throw the ball there – you know, that, I mean, Aikman's one of the most accurate quarterbacks to ever play the game, so it's a little bit easier for him than Dak. But you still, yeah, being on the same page, I think it's the right direction. Let's see if they follow through on that. That's going to be the key. The other thing Terrence said that I thought was interesting was Scott Linehan calls great plays. Jason Garrett, the offense is fine. We just got to get it done. Derek Dooley. Derek Dooley. He said, you know, as players, we've got to execute better. I think it all goes together. I think coaches are going to look at themselves and say, we've got to do a better job. But – your sigh is, is making noise. It's over. not sighing at what you're saying. Finish. I'm sighing at the whole thing that all this stuff came up after eight games. It all came up after they went six games in a row scoring at least 28 well, I, I thought So you, the chemistry all of a sudden just disappeared? I thought you'd like what Terrence said because it's, it comes down to yeah, a large but it degree did, about none of that. But none of that made any difference in the first eight games. And, and it just fell apart. They had six games in a row where no one talked about Dak not having chemistry with this receiver and this receiver not running routes. They were scoring 28 points a game, and and it and it just fell apart. So what happened? Yeah, that's that's what, what's got to okay. be answered. Yeah, okay. Then then just help me educate me then on your autopsy. I mean, I think I got you to say the offensive line was the biggest problem. And 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 if you look at um, but I'm, I'm trying to get I, I educated ju- I just here. saw something where the, somebody had a stat. The games Tyron Smith played and finished. Right. And the games he didn't. Right. The difference in the sacks. Right. Was astronomical. Right. Pressures, too. And the pressures. Yeah. And, and once you lose – once you didn't have 
Zeke, then teams said, you know what? We're blitzing. Right. Dak Prescott's not going to beat us. Right. They made Prescott and try then, to beat And then all of a sudden, the chemistry fell apart. And then all of a sudden, no one knew how to run routes. And then the offensive coordinator didn't know how to call plays. You know, it, 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 was, it was fine until that point. And then all, and then we get all these different narratives of of what exactly happened, and I think we miss what exactly happened. Smith, the offensive bit. line didn't play well. Yeah. Zeke wasn't there, yeah. and and things start falling apart on defense on offense uh, to the point where I mean, look here's what I posed yesterday in my column. If I'd have told you this defense would have finished in the top eight. Oh, no doubt. You'd have said they're oh, in the you playoffs. Said, you said top ten last yeah, week. Yeah, top ten. I yeah, mean, yeah, and they yeah. finished eighth. Yeah. And and a lot of their points were returned. Had five touchdowns returned, uh, turnovers returned for touchdowns. So the defense did its job. Which I know they struggled in yeah. those three games. Yeah, there, there was a struggle, but there was also a struggle on offense too. Your points valid, and I brought this up last week. From Arizona in week three to the game before Z got suspended. That's a six-game stretch against it against uh, Kansas. City. Kansas City. They put up 31.6 points per game. That's, I mean, that's what they were doing last year. Injuries, suspensions, every, the whole dynamic of the offense changed when they lost Tyron and they lost Zeke. But they did get Zeke back on Christmas Eve, and the offense struggled. Now, I know Tyron played one series. I think people point to that and say, well, why, why didn't he fix everything? You know, with two games to go. I think if people I, – I know we said it. We thought the offense would go back to normal. Yes. And it didn't. It didn't. And if you didn't miss two field goals, it's 21-18. Yeah. And you got a chance at the end. I, the way the defense was playing in that Seattle game, I understand making the field goal there. And then, you know, you're like, okay. But if you got the touchdown, that would have been even better. But, you know, if you score the touchdown, you're thinking – Garrett's got to be thinking – I'm going to get the ball back here. Yeah, I'm going to get a chance to win this football game, and I'm going to put it in Dan Bailey's hands to win it. You know, and unfortunately, that I, I to me it's funny because you look at these the players that they lost. You know, the Sean Lee injury. I mean, we made a lot about that, but I just wonder if Tyron Smith was the most important piece in this thing. Was he the most important piece? Because maybe you could have outscored people when you struggled on defense because yeah. they had the firepower on offense to do that. Yeah. But when you can't block up front and you can't run your plays accurately, then I'm, I'm sure that affects how the offensive coordinator's calling plays. He, he, He's now trying to protect sudden, the left tackle. You're protecting yourself yeah. instead of being aggressive. Right. This game the other day was very similar. It wasn't quite as dramatic as the Atlanta game with the protection up front with allowing however many – was it eight, nine sacks in that game? Yeah. But it was similar in that they just – they weren't functioning offensively without him. Left tackle – uh, that left side of the line, Dak was in constant uh, disarray and pressure mm-hmm. the other day. Which is so odd because, you know, of course, injuries, you can't prevent those. But Tyron Smith was just a guy who just you always counted on. Oh, no doubt. You know, and I'm not I'm not saying that he didn't do anything. I mean, the man is an Iron Man. What he played through this past season, I cannot even fathom. But what I'm saying is, you know, that was just something you never even banked on. Like, this could be an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, last year it was one of your most consistent groups. The five yeah. guys that played last year were one of the big reasons why. And I, I think that – That's why they won that award at the yeah, end of the year. Yeah, they were the, they were the best offensive line in the National Football League. And this year they were really, you know, even with even with Pro Bowl, all pro caliber – I can't say the word caliber – players, yeah. at guard and at center, it wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. 
you know, you needed him to be the linchpin to kind of hold everything together there. And they never, again, they just never, the whole season was, there, there was not the consistency at the left tackle spot because of the injuries. And then, you know, you had the left guards problems and then the right tackle, it was, you know, he developed along the way. You, you kind of felt like if there was going to be an issue that it was going to be at the right tackle. Yeah. And it really wasn't at the right time. Well, what you said, you're right about how Lyle played probably his best football down the stretch, yeah. and he wasn't healthy. Yeah, he had a bulging disc in his back and uh, was missing practice time. And and I, I thought, you know, I think the experience he got playing rusher after rusher, who's really good in the NFL, I think helped him by the end of the season. Yeah, so that's really. something to build off of. But I liked what you said earlier in the segment about how I don't know if you can ask for a better supporting cast than what Dak got as a rookie. For a rookie quarterback. Yeah. Best offensive line in football, best running back in football, you know, and you don't have Zeke for six games this year. You don't have the same line, and those are the results. And Dak can be better too, but the supporting cast was just different this year for him. No question about it. Yeah. He had the shoulder way too much. He did. Yeah. And he did it for the first part. The Remember, first part he was. Season, he did. No one was sitting here talking no, about Dak struggling. We were not talking about, boy, yeah, he's, he's putting his team on his back. Saving the season. Right? Saving the season. And then all of a sudden, now he doesn't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we know what to do, and we know that we need to take our first break here. When we come back, we will have much more to talk about. It is the offseason here for the Dallas Cowboys. Stay tuned. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas in football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. This is Talking Cowboys. A true cowboy loves his freedom, and Tommy John gives you that feeling of freedom where it counts with a contour pouch and fabrics you can barely feel. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys for 20% off your first order. tommyjohn.com 
forward slash Cowboys. Thank you, Rob. Perfect segue here because normally when we enter the third segment, Rob joins us with a Twitter poll and we've had lots of them. You've been very consistent over the season. I appreciate it, Rob. We all appreciate it. Mickey's learned to uh, vote, enjoy them and vote and... (laughs) You learned something new this year, so... Are we ahead of ourselves? Are we getting ready for a poll? You what? love the... T- no, we're getting ready to go over some of these polls. Oh. Yes, and so... Love it. View the polls. To review, review some of these. Review so, the poll. So See how with, accurate the fans were? And us. We voted as well, and we discussed each of them, so... Yeah, just, our, our vote was probably one-tenth. Probably. That's a good sign. At least we voted. We're hearing from, from everyone out there who listens to us and keeps us going, so appreciate it. All right. On August 27, 2017, we asked, what roster position are you most concerned about depth-wise? The options here were linebacker, offensive line, backup quarterback, and defensive end. Which one do you think won? Linebacker, offensive line. Backup quarterback and defensive end. I think the quarterback probably would have won that one. Backup quarterback, I bet. Yeah. Don't look, Mick. I'm not looking. Don't cheat over here. I didn't know you had the answer. I'm going to say backup quarterback, too. I can't remember that. Linebacker won 40%, and then offensive line. These are smart fans, obviously. 5% went to backup quarterback. Whoa. 25% to defensive end. So, hey, you guys were right. Linebacker depth was a concern this season, but probably the 30% that voted offensive line were really smart. I bet a linebacker had, depth. A lot of that had to do – we talked a lot of Jalen Smith in camp. Yeah. What, you know, what Justin is he going to get right, you this right. year? Yeah, yeah, Durant coming in. So, yeah, I could see that. What, what, was, what did O-line percent? 30%. Okay. That turned – I mean, that would be number one for me now. Yeah. Right? Well, they had two spots to fill. True. Yeah. Guard and then a tackle. What was going to happen at Swing right tackle, tackle was yeah. a big discussion, too. Which f- is funny since uh, I bet last year, if you wanted to know who to get rid of, it would have been Doug Free. Rue the day. Our friend I of the pregame show, Doug Free. That's right. He's a, he's a good friend. <laughs> Keeping on the offensive line on September 4th. So we were, excuse me, we were way wrong on that one then, right? Yeah. Y'all were way wrong. Okay. Gotcha. Go ahead. Backup quarterback. They were just fine with See, that. See, that was before I started voting, I bet. I think you said you were one tenth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When did you figure out we had polls? Like in Thanksgiving, something like that. Uh, yeah. Last week. I, uh, it was. Yeah. Thanks, I, for, thanks for your support. I listened to a show at Columbus Day camp, or something was, like that. He was still doing the write-in thing. So yeah, yeah. It's been consistent. You're the best, Mick. On September fourth, we asked who would you start at left guard based on what we've seen in the preseason. Of course, the only two options here were Jonathan Cooper and Chaz Green. I think we, I think I voted Chaz Green. I definitely voted Chaz Green, and I was right. Yeah, Chaz, were you right? Yeah, actually, you Tilly both, got hurt. I listened to the show, and you both did say Jonathan Cooper. We did. Yep, and he won that vote. Seventy-six percent, twenty-four percent went to Chaz Green. Oh, we're revisionist history on our yep. part. You went huh? back and listened oh, to the I show. Oh, I listened to the show. September September fifth was the show. If you guys want to tune in, you guys both say. Oh, Jonathan you know why? Pl- you know why? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> because we thought we thought they needed Chaz Green to be the, the backup, backup swing tackle. Exactly. I, was that it? That's the much. And we were being said. greedy. We were looking at it as a top six. Yeah. Not a top five. You guys thought this was a basketball team. That's embarrassing. I can't remember that. Yep. A lot of shows, Brian. A long time. No, it's like, how stupid is that of me? It's okay. This next one might make you feel worse. The Cowboys (laughs) breakout player this season will be, on September 5th, we asked, Cowboys breakout player this season will be Bryce Butler, Lyle Collins, Jalen Smith, or Malik Collins. Brian, you already know the answer. Oh, I said Malik Collins. I'm sure I said Malik Malik. Collins. Yeah, Malik. He might have been the best-looking defensive player in camp. 
Him and Hitchens, Byron Jones. Had Byron camp, Jones was in there but, too now. Yeah. I mean, he won I, camp MVP in our poll that we did. I know. That's what's that one. See, that's for 20 some odd days. I thought Byron Jones practiced pretty damn well. Yeah, he was he did. intercepting the ball yeah, they were, everywhere. It's like the whole. Yeah, they were they were. Uh, but but I, I know I said Malik Collins. on You that did. One. And 55 okay. percent other people did as well, yeah. followed by Jalen Smith, which makes sense. They hadn't seen him play yet. And then Lyle Collins and Bryce Butler both got 10 percent. Hmm. So, hey, you know, it was all fair back then. <laughs> Rob, we had a giant discussion about this one, y'all. On September 13th, we asked, how many takeaways will the Cowboys' defense get this season? Oh, I remember this number going way high. They ended the season with 38 total sacks. The oh, sa- ta- sacks. Takeaways take or, or sacks? sacks? Oh, takeaways. So I looked up the wrong stat here. Y'all, it's Tuesday, but it feels like Monday. Yeah, there you so go. Okay, we're good. Bear with me here. Okay, so it's sacks or takeaways? We're takeaways. Talking. Okay, takeaways. Takeaways. 38? That's pretty good on sacks. Yeah, I do what? It's 38, yeah. No. I think it's better than sacks. Sacks was 38. Sacks was 38. Total interceptions this year, 10. Oh. 10 picks. <laughs> so, guys, we were feeling hot about the secondary. <laughs> Wait, did you listen to this one? Get ready. Was I up on this one? How many? I haven't, I haven't listened to this one. This we asked, how uh, many takeaways will the Cowboys' defense takeaways, not just interceptions, takeaways. Takeaways. Okay, so what's the total on that then, Mick? Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Okay, so eh, actually we're all okay, below twenty, twenty through thirty, thirty uh-huh. through forty, forty plus because we were just Saxonville over uh, here. Yeah. Wasn't that the Anthony Brown told us that was the goal? That was Rod Marinelli said forty takeaways. I think was what they were looking for this year. So they ended so. with twenty-one. We're all right here, y'all, because we all said twenty through thirty. Yeah, and that got sixty-three percent of the vote. Fourteen percent to below twenty. Nineteen percent to thirty through forty. And only four percent was with Anthony Brown on that forty plus. <laughs> Stuff to get. I don't know how many times that's ever been done in the NFL. What? Where does twenty-one rank, Mick? Are they like mid-takeaways? Mid-pack? Just keep talking, I'll tell you. Yeah. Okay, October 9th, this, of course, this was after the Packers' loss. Hard, hard one to bear. But we said, concerned about the Cowboys' playoff chances after Sunday's loss. A little, a lot, not at all. When was this date? This was October 9th after the Cowboys-Packers game. So at that point, they are 2-3 and three going into their bye. Yeah. Yeah. Losing record into the bye week. I think we all did. We all say a little concerned. I thought we went a lot. Yeah, a lot did win, Brian. A lot yeah. won fifty percent. Yeah, a little was thirty six, and not at all was fourteen percent because those people just want to believe in hope. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm with those people. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Mick, do you remember what you had voted on that one? Playoff hopes after the Packers loss. He was still worried about the Rams game. He was so mad about, about the Rams. About the yeah, Rams yeah, game. yeah, he was mad about the Rams. And how about the – we talk about what a roller coaster season, Tay. You, you, sh- you mentioned that poll. After that poll, they win three in a row. Then they lose three in a row. Then they win three in a row. Whiplash. It is. I mean, that's that to me sums up the way this whole season went. High highs, low lows. Peaks and valleys, man. All right. On October 10th, if you could improve one aspect of the team's performance after the bye, so this was going into the bye week, it would be – Pass protection, Mick, looking at you guys, what happened? We mm-hmm. just talked about it. No one talked about this going in there. 
run game, run defense takeaways. Oh, it had to be the run defense because they just got just destroyed by the, the Rams. Jones. And then they got destroyed. And then the Packers, Aaron Jones came in and had a good day. I, I, I guarantee we were run defense. It yeah. was. It was yeah. 49%. We yeah. should have all voted pass protection because we didn't know it was about to go on this heavy decline. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, pass protection only got 7%. Run game got 12 And takeaways got 32%. They were tied for 15th in takeaways with 21. So mid-pack. Yep. Who, who was the other team? Oh, there was a bunch. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, deepest position on the Cowboys roster on November 1st. We answered running back, wide receiver, tight end, defensive line. November 1st. Zeke had not been officially suspended yet. Oh, everybody was loving the fact that, you know, oh, Zeke and Alford and... November 1st, so they were in the midst of winning their third straight game. Yep. I'm going to say defensive line. Okay. Running back. Okay. Mick? What were the other ones? It was, so deepest position on the Cowboys roster is dot, 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 running back, wide receiver, tight end, defensive line. Oh, I bet we said running back. We did say running back. Oh. 59%, 11% said wide receiver, 15% said tight end, 15% said defensive line. And now the wide receivers ain't worth diddly. Whoa. Hot takes. We'll have to get to that right after this. No, I mean, that's what everybody's saying now. Right, uh-huh. right. Back then, now we're saying that. So this is November 1st, and what was the vote on the wide receiver? It was 15%. Yeah, Mickey's right, though. I mean, how many times are we going to hear about Des Days? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So let's go back, back. July 26th, we were, guys, <laughs> we were feeling very smart, obviously. About the fourth day of campus? Yeah, probably like rather. We were doing polls back then? Yeah, we were. Oh, oh Rob's been slaying the game. I yeah. I guess I didn't know. Yeah, I don't care. Which of these defensive ends do you expect to make the biggest impact this season? Oh, got this right. David Irving, Taco Charlton, Charles Tapper, or Demarcus Lawrence? Oh, it had to be Demarcus Lawrence. I would say, oh, the vote had to be. You know what? I bet you some people thought Tapper was going to do something. I, I thought David Irving. I would say Irving. But, but that's before he was. everybody was thinking. He was going to be an I, enemy. I, I and yeah, a people, tackle. People forgot about Lawrence. I really think. Why he, would they say, why would they, they knew that which McCall was, uh, Irving was going to be suspended four games. That's, right? that's yeah, a that, fair point. But is, I, yeah. I don't think, as a group, I don't think we talked enough about D-Law in, in camp coming off that injury, you know? Take it for granted a little bit. He still won the vote. Did here, he? Y'all. 42%, Good. 25%. D-Law? Yeah. All right. Followed by Charles Tapper, unfortunately, was out with injury this yeah. past season. And then Taco Charlton, David Irving. Taco got 17. David Irving got 16. So we're smart, guys. Don't don't count yourself out. Yeah. Yeah. We got one right. There we go. <laughs> we got one right. And then the oh, day no. after, we thought we'd get into a little rookie talk. Oh. Which rookie DB will make the biggest impact this year? And we only went between Cheeto and Jordan Lewis. That's it? Just two people? We just had two picks? Kind of pulls that. I'm going to say that I I, I, I think I... I, 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 I stop Mickey's minute after, like, day two. I don't give a damn. Go ahead, Brian. I, went, I think I went uh, Awuzie on that myself. No, you went Lewis. Did I? You were you buying went Lewis. No, no, no. I was. You were no, Mr. Lewis. You were Lewis because every day we had to listen to court talk. With That's you. right. We did. You, we did. you went court. I was, I was. A you were Lewis, actually. I you were, you were sure. Lewis. What date was the poll day? July twenty seventh. I would say Cheeto because yeah, at that point Lewis wasn't practicing. Yeah, yeah. Why would I say Lewis then? 
Because you loved him. You did. No, I loved I loved Cheeto. He's the one that <laughs> loved love Lewis. Oh, what are you talking about? You were about? the one that said, oh, He's the Mickey scout. Oh, you think that, oh, no, no, He's the, the scout. Guy that's gonna I was be trying to tell guy. you. I was, trying to, I was trying to tell you what the scout said. We need to have our own little... We had our own little group. I'm going to work with Kent, and we're going to pull together <laughs> the best mixtape of 2017, and it's going to be everything we said that we didn't know. Oh, there's going right. to be a lot of a lot of going off the train. Well, Cheeto won, swept it, 75%, 25% went with He should have. Higher draft. Did you vote that day? I, probably not. Probably not. Yeah. You didn't know how yeah. to do that. All right, guys, we've been talking about this one a lot on August 8th. We asked, will the Cowboys finish in the top five in scoring defense two years in a row? Oh, that was a good that was a good question. Ooh. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a good question. Oops. And I, I went no I went no because of who they were playing. Okay. Fair, I, fair. I went no. All the quarterbacks. All the quarterbacks. Yeah, 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 I yeah. went no. I went no. I have no idea what I said. We'll find out. That's usually the case. <laughs> Neither well, they, does anybody else because they don't listen. <laughs> I'm going right. to say the fan. The fan said yes. Yeah, fan yeah. said yes, yeah. but it was a close one. Rob, 52 percent said yes, and 48 percent said no. And where do they finish? And the scoring it, defense. Scoring defense. Scoring yeah. defense. Oh. Well, oh, thank you for having all the papers there. Glasses are right back here. on. I just don't have it memorized. Not yet. Not yet. But he will. But he will. See, what I have to say to all of this, and we have to get this maybe for a drop, Kent, if you guys saw the Georgia linebacker last night yelling, humble yourself to Baker Mayfield, it's quite <laughs> epic. And I think we need to and get that well as a And well-deserved, by the way. Whoa. All right, Mr. Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> Well, why is he? Why is he telling? Why is he telling the sideline reporter they better get with it or whatever he said that she reported at middle of the second quarter? You didn't like the pretender sign that he carried? To no, the, I don't uh, like the fact that he said that something about this is for real. They better get going, like when they were up by yeah. two, two or three touchdowns. It was like doing a poll and then seeing the results. <laughs> <laughs> Will I win this game, Magic Eight Ball? No. So, Kent, we got to get that humble yourself. Because he did it in the locker room, too, which was awesome. And he's like, I don't know. I just said, humble yourself. Yeah. Like, And he's like, I'm flashy, too, but humble yourself. Tied for 13th. Ooh. Points. What was the That's total? not bad. What was the average? Oh, uh, it, this is just Oh, it's just rankings. the rankings. Okay. Well, they had some bad days. That's not hard to figure out. But, they again, how many pick sixes did you give up? Six? Uh, uh, four, five, four, five? five returns for touchdown. Yeah, five. That's that's fair too. That's thirty points right that, there. That on rolls your into the total. Yep. Yeah. Yikes. Well, guys. Oh, I just did it. it, it they they ended up averaging like twenty some twenty point something points per game. Oh, twenty point something, twenty point six or something like that. I don't know. We're gonna end this on a positive note because yeah. on August 9th, all of us were very smart. twenty point one points a game they gave up. Perfect. So not that bad. Not bad. Considering they gave up the 35s, Yeah. right? And when it came to yards, it was 318. And considering they gave up 512 <laughs> to San Diego. Let me tell you this. The last two, last two weeks, defense been on point. Seattle and, and, you know, the Eagles. 14 points to the Seahawks. Hey, by the way, is any real quick before we get on the break or whatever you're going to do? Which I was going to get to our last poll question. Oh, okay. Go ahead. And we I'll... just have one more, and we're all very smart because we all voted this. I listened to the show. Besides Dak, the most indispensable Cowboys offensive player is Jason Witten, Zeke Elliott, Tyron Smith, Des Bryant. We all said Zeke. Yeah, I bet you we did. 
I bet we said Tyron Smith. We did say Tyron Smith. Did we really? Yeah, because we're geniuses. And yeah. the fans are geniuses, too. They voted 48% Tyron Smith, close Ezekiel at 39 mm. Jason Witten, 6%, 7% Des. Okay. Yeah. I think we felt like they could run enough. Right. Not yeah. great, but enough. We saw enough. how we voted with depth, though. Yeah. Thank you, Rob. Thank you. you we'll have oh, another poll oh, yeah. coming up in the third segment. Let me no. ask you this. So where's your point? You yeah. guys saw that Nick Foles live? Feeling good about that one? I, can I take they back? They did not feel good about him. You, feel, yeah. you guys saw him live? You feel good about that one? I'd, I'd start Sudfield. I went, on, I, I went on my rant last week about him. Can I take back my confidence oh, level in those I, Eagles? Yeah. That, yeah. I, oh, we let's all remember what we box. said about him. Brian, this was your ideal press box on The food Sunday. is excellent there. I know that. The pretzels are excellent. Let's not get Were there people cheering in there? Were there cheering people? Well, they're no, loud they about so their thoughts. They, they just, yeah, they just yell. Oh, they're yelling like you do? Like when, no, when something they just, happens? They just, they, I mean, it was a nothing game. The fans weren't even excited till the end. Well, and then I think they were standing up and cheering just to stay warm. The reporters or whoever was in the press box on Sunday was very excited about Nate Sudfeld. <laughs> they called him Nate Studfeld. <laughs> Thank God they were down on your end. I didn't have to listen Oh, to oh down in the plebeian area. <laughs> over here. Plebeians over here. The little peasants. Let me say this real quick. Too. Oh, speaking of fans, real quick. I know you're going to go to break tail. Say it real quick. Do you see or hear where like 10,000 Nebraska fans showed up at that Chick-fil-A game yesterday? Just to watch their coach. To watch the new coach? Watch the new coach. Hey, by the way. Undefeated season. What a good dude that guy is. I mean, to take his dream job. He wins over Todd Graham, the dude who <laughs> got fired and then still had to coach the Arizona State Well, game. that's fair. That's fair. But, the, I mean, he didn't just. Todd you know, Graham's got $12 million. Pulled on his heartstrings, Scott Frost, go back to his place where he won a national championship, I think, in Nebraska. Worked for Tom Osborne, but he, he felt like he owed it to those guys at UCF at t- like you said, undefeated season. And now, he goes back. The coaches. How many coaches do that nowadays? They don't. They, they don't. leave. No, they don't. Certainly not the one. That well, they left. ask you to leave. They say, "Get out of here." Certainly, the not the offensive coordinator at Missouri that left, and yeah. Scott Frost was still going to be there coaching the game. Yeah. And left them being coordinated by a tight end and our, the quarterback. I wish our OC would have left at Someone's LSU a yesterday. Sad how about, about that? The Mizzou UT game. No, we'll not sad. That. Get mark my words on that Philadelphia bunch. Bye bye. <laughs> well, they're gonna. Whoever is going to play in the NFC has to go through Minnesota, which I'm glad we don't because it's cold there. No, it's it's Philadelphia. Philadelphia. What I'm saying, field. no, what I'm saying is, if you're saying that Philly's gonna lose, oh, whoever plays next. Oh, well, that's that indoor. Straight. Yeah, that's that. That place is hard to play at. It is. It and, is. But I saw where the quarterback Bradford's back practicing today. Everyone get excited, y'all. They're not gonna make that switch. Come on, Mickey. Never. Hot hand theory. Let's do it, Mickey. You can't. going to do it. Let's yeah, do it. And I, th- I hope everybody that was for the Super Bowl going to Minneapolis, mm-hmm. they better hope that there's a significant Arctic warning here, warming in the next month. Otherwise, you're going to be over there, and it's going to be minus 20. Inside. Mm. It's one of the best cities Yeah, but you got to walk summertime. outside to get inside. Hey, Mr. Sunshine, <laughs> we got more Talking Cowboys. There's no sunshine. It's cold. We got sunshine because we got a third segment coming up right after this break. Join us then. 
Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas based Jack Black, is the number one best selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit getjackblack.com slash cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good, smell good, feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com slash cowboy to find a retailer nearest What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. This is Talkin' Cowboys. Know why Papa John's pizza tastes so great? Philadelphia, Nick Foles not playing quarterback well. You can still buy one and get one free. That's always great. And that means you get double the ingredients. That means more veggies that are delivered fresh, whole, and never frozen. And more 100% pork and beef pepperoni. So buy one, get one free, Papa John. Have, have we fact-checked? The, is Mickey giving away pizzas and they're really not? Are we, are we, is this really true? It was on the, uh, yeah. on the, on the, uh, their spot yesterday. Are you updated? The games. Was you updated it? on oh, all yeah. the legalese and oh, everything? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm just making yeah. sure, have marketing been, folks. Have you been contacted about being the next CEO? Uh, no, but they're gonna be, I'm going to be their next pitch man. Oh, that's what's, this is good. What's that? I'm the guy that's going to pitch the, Papa John's. Do the spots. Do the spot. Yeah. Papa, yeah. Papa Mick. Papa yeah. Mick, he's going to be there with the equipment man from the Houston Texans, <laughs> some grounds crew guy from the Browns. And, and it's, like, I mean, it's, it's not Deshaun Watson, though. It's no. Tom Savage. And they're yeah. just walking in. And so like, you're, I'm going to make sure. Thanks for all you do, big guy. You're not right, giving away pizzas, right, right? Don't you guys watch TV? Yeah, but I mean. Or do you get up and go to the bathroom during the commercial? I just kind of move around a lot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just busy. I'm busy. You Flip know, around. Tweeting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, Rob, we just stole all your polls from the entire season, but let's get to the one today because I think it's it's a hot, juicy topic. Yeah, we can put this one in the time capsule and dig it up on uh, January 2nd, 2019 and see if we're right or if the fans are right. The Cowboys will be a playoff team next season. Hmm. Yes, no, or I left Mickey and out. Ask me after free agency slash draft. That's a good one. 
Oh, go ahead and vote for it. Ears it's it's the, Nikki got there for me. It's the cop out answer for Yay! sure. Yay! <laughs> but it's fair because we don't know exactly what this football team will look like until spring. Can I go first? Yeah. Yes, they will. They will make the playoffs next year. Why? Feel like that the the things that we've talked about. I think they will. Uh, to me, this is a this is a very important year for this coaching staff now after some of the turmoil things that have happened. Uh, turmoil may be the bad, wrong word, but they're going to have some turnover here. They're not going to have any turnover, I don't think, the head coach or the coordinators, but I think the assistants. I think the coordinators are back too? Jason? Yeah, I do. And I think that maybe you can have some different ideas, maybe some different things, maybe some different points of view will come in and say, hey, listen, we'll, it, this place, we did it this way. We did it this way. And I think that's when you hire assistants, I think that's what you try and look for. You look for guys that can give you some different ideas. I think they'll get things fixed offensively. I think you will have better consistency with the offensive line, hopefully the health. I don't know about the health. But I think Dak Prescott in year three will be better. I do. I do. And, I, again, it, it, a lot will have to do with the guys around him. But I, I'm interested to see the coaching changes within the staff because mm -hmm. that always makes me, you know, I'm like, okay, better idea. I like that. I like that guy. He can coach these guys. I like that. You know, so they're going to lose some guys, but I, I do. They play the AFC South, and then the uh, NFC South. If I'm right about that, yes, which is not good. Well, but, three of the four are going to the playoffs. Yeah, but well, we all know it's but, year but, to year. But it's going to be. It's going to be. There's going to be. We thought Tampa Bay would be a team. There's always some type of regression there. How, how many new playoff teams do we have this year? From Five out of six God. in the I NFC. Y'all, Bills are back in the playoffs. What was their record? The Bills nine and seven. Playoffs nine, yeah. nine and seven got in in yeah. the in, in the AFC, huh? Yeah. Did two nine and seven teams get in? Yeah, the Titans. Titans and the Bills, yeah. Must be nice. And the, and the Titans tried to lose every game down the stretch. They they tried, they really did. <laughs> and you know, what, and I, by the way, can I use something real quick too for a new year, new year re resolution? I apologize to you, Marvin Lewis and the Cincinnati Bengals. I said you quit. You obviously didn't. Boy, I didn't. 2-0, baby. Yeah. No, now, you were right about that. Yeah. I don't think yeah. I did either. They didn't was, either. Yeah. yeah. Mickey waffled they on cost, that one. They cost two teams playoffs. That's what I'm saying. They did not quit. And I, and football, Ballers big bald football guy here said that they quit, and they didn't quit. Mm. And so, congratulations to the Bengals. You know, whether Marvin Lewis leaves or not, hey, I don't care. But you did play hard, and I was wrong about it. My you. New Year's resolution for the NFL is – Try to prevent injuries to your biggest star players mm. because yeah. we saw way too many guys, and you can't prevent injuries. It's just the nature of this game. But we saw too many big stars just go down and storylines that were cut short. Yeah. What happened to the poll? Am I, am I in the play? Am I in the, uh, yeah. We're just getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. What were the answers so that Mickey can move on? Yeah. Do you guys have a feeling? I, I, yes. I, I, I jumped out. Yes. I jumped out. said on, yes. Yeah, I jumped out. Yes. On. Why, Mick? Because they were awfully close with all the stuff they went through this year. And I don't need to see free agency because they ain't going to do anything in free agency. Sign their own. If they sign their own, that'll be great. That'll be a successful free agency period. The fans agree. 59% say yes. The Cowboys will be a playoff team in 2018. 30% say ask me after offseason moves. 11% say no. I'm going to say yes because – of what a lot of you guys said. I, I just think you, if you count on 16 games from Zeke next year, you'll be a more consistent offensive team. And whether or not Tyron, you hope Tyron can stay healthy, 
but I think they are going to address their backup situation at, uh, at left tackle, and, and hopefully they're better equipped in case something does happen to him. You want to go with the, I just hope we can win a game. Do you want to Me just too. go with the even year theory? Every even Every year. Every other like year. 14, 16, and 18. Yeah. yeah. And it's also the way the, this league goes, man. You have success one year. You're probably not going to have it the next year unless you're the Pats. And thank God they goes. have the second-place schedule. Thank God. Oh, here we go with that again. Who do we pick up? The Packers. We get probably the Packers, the Packers again. again, right? The Packers are the Lions. The Packers, Packers get the Lions because the Packers finished third. They were 7-9. The, the, the Lions were 9-7. and seven. Okay, and so, then Seattle again. Yeah, Seattle on the road. Yeah, there you go. But who knows what that team's going to look like, by the way. I mean, First time they've missed the playoffs in a while. Yeah, yeah. and they're talking about major potential turnover there with their roster. So who knows? You don't know. Earl Thomas will be here, so he'll know all everything. I'm kidding. I don't like to <laughs> Do you think the Cowboys, it. if they make the playoffs, win the division? See, that's the other thing. Or the Giants going to come back stronger than ever. Or you get Carson Wentz back. I mean, is this Philly's division to lose again? Oh, they did it a while back for, so, with, with Don McNabb there. Or, or are they going to turn around and somebody on their team gets suspended for six games and they're fighting to stay in the wild card race and the Cowboys rise up and win 13 games again? Well, they got, Mickey's, they got Mickey's first place schedule to worry about. That's right. Got to play Minnesota, the Rams, Minnesota, the Rams. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? So Why not? That'll knock them back down to 11 wins. We should have done Watch a poll. Watch the Rams be bad again. Yeah. We should have done a poll and said, what if I told you the Rams, the Titans, the Jags, the Bills, yeah, would all be in the playoffs this year? Would you have believed me? Yes or no? No. Not Do the, it for next week. Not you that, not sound the, insane. Not the Bills. I I'll guarantee yeah. you that. I don't know. The Bills were hot at the start of the year. I wouldn't have said it before the start of the year. Sure it's like, that. who's playing quarterback for him? You see what Doug Peterson just came out about that? that quote? Foles, quote, Foles will start, but Nate Sudfield should stay warm. Gee. Wow. Fire. That is, did we not that just is, call it? Studfeld is what I'm going with. <laughs> Man. Oh. They, were, they were laughing so hard. So I don't know if you guys saw this on the TV, but they run into the second half. Of course, it's scoreless. Oh, no. Cowboys are going to get the ball back at the start of the second half. Who would have thunk that? Mm -hmm. And and that really helped. That really did help. It got him off to a fiery start. And then and then one guy who's in front of me, he's obviously a Philly reporter. He goes, "Look at look at Sudfeld. He's even fast running into the locker room." And he was like dead sprinting. It was hilarious. It was cold. And then, but the winner of the day, Donnie Jones, you stole my heart, wearing your sweatpants onto the field, taking them off. Right before your punt, and then not even moving them off the field. It was epic. Yeah, mm-hmm. he just LSU said, guy. <laughs> he was he was hoping that was another tackler. Somebody could have tripped over. Somebody him. tripped over. Yeah, yeah, that's unfair. That's well, that's not as bad as running out there without your helmet. Mm, yeah, say was it? Let me just ask, asking the conditions again. We watched it here. Really warm, really warm. <laughs> it was fantastic. I mean, fantastic. Heart, like Jason Garrett voice. Yeah. Fantastic. Wonderful. Wonderful. Was it hard throwing the ball? Yes. I picked up one of those balls on oh, the sideline. Oh, oh, you were slinging it around pregame. I have a picture of it. Was, it was. I'm gonna tweet I mean, it now. Yeah. As hard as a football. What did yeah. I tell you? He did. They need to deflate this football. Yeah. It. You, it was. I mean, solid. I said. I hope I. I wouldn't kick it. Did you test your distance? It would. It would hurt yards. It would hurt my foot. Mm. <laughs> I have a picture, y'all. And, yeah. And he posed for me. I. It's not anything he hasn't seen. It's pretty epic. I'll tweet it from the talking cow. High and tight, account. right? Yeah. Actually, he was holding it, and then Turner was like, Turner had to give me a couple pointers there, yeah. 
Yeah. Defensive coaches had to tell you not to get knocked out of your hands. Yeah. It, I, I'm telling you, it was cold. All right, the wind and the wind was in your face when you were colder facing. than that Giants game that you like to talk about. Everybody fell apart in last year. It was the Ice Bowl last December at the Meadowlands. It was it was Chicago cold. It was Chicago cold. Yes. It was cold. That's the coldest I I've think, ever been in an NFL game. I, I, it I wasn't Green it, Bay for five. It wasn't years. as cold, but it was that cold. I asked Nick when we got done with pregame and trying to regain feeling in our face. You know, yeah, you guys that, did a heck of a job, by the way, on that. Well, thanks. You guys always did as well in studio. Um, yeah, they warm and seven. <laughs> they were outside degrees. a lot of weeks in the heat. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay's expecting a child. What like would you rather? She's the goat. Or what would you rather? Being she out is. in the heat or being out when the wind chill is hovering over zero? Well, heat, heat, heat. Hispanic radio did the broadcast outside, yeah. didn't they? They're, yeah, they're no, the they did too. not. Did they? Yeah. Yes, they did. Yeah. Outside in one of the plazas, like one level below the press box. No wonder... Victor looked like Victor didn't say a word <laughs> the whole flight home. Frozen I think yes. he was frozen on the whole ride yeah. home. He didn't move. Oh, Brian, you get this. Get this. Okay, so we're sitting on the plane. Everyone's dying to get back. This is just a talking cowboys exclusive for you guys. <clears throat> exclusive, exclusive. <laughs> and we're dying to get back, right? Mickey's just got parties lined up, ready to go. Mickey's got his tux on, ready to roll. <laughs> he changed it in the bathroom. <laughs> okay. So we're sitting there, and I'm like, man. It's been a hot minute since we've been sitting here. I thought we were going to take off early because right. the game was so fast, right. that getting that dominant win we did. And <laughs> we're sitting there, PA announcer, your worst nightmare, comes oh. on the PA and he says, I think that would have been the pilot, not the PA announcer. <laughs> I call him a PA announcer. A co-pilot, too, if you little known fact. That's 6'5 yeah. from Georgetown. <laughs> <laughs> TJ, who's in Regardless, comes over and he says, Hey, everyone, you know, we're about to take off, but the back stairs of the plane are frozen to the plane because the weather was not letting them cooperate. I don't know, the buttons weren't working. So they were either going to like figure it out, get some people to come over, or we were going to fly a certain (laughs) angle and they were going to just be left behind. But it was so funny thinking about like, what if we just get up in the air? The stairs are just dangling in NASCAR. That's a penalty. It's a, you have to come so back. It's carrying penalty. It's carrying equipment out of the box, but yeah. So the, the, the stairs were frozen the, to the, the, the thing malfunctioned and it wouldn't back off by itself. The little latches. It was Classic too cold. Who came, up with hot, it was too cold. Up, who came up with the hot water? Anybody come up with hot water? Mickey went back there and they just jackhammered it off. Mickey's got, the, Mickey's <laughs> no. got a coffee pot. I'll fix this. It was, <laughs> it was, we've got the mechanics coming. We're trying to fix this. And a bunch of guys standing around making a hundred dollars an hour just pour some hot water on it and then he said and if that doesn't work we'll try to gradually pull away without injuring the plane and i'm going oh that's a good idea let's not (laughs) no i think they were gonna try uh, to pull off and it would just kind of you know and i thought the way we took the way we finally left it was. I felt like it was so slow yeah. that that's what they were doing. I'm going. Oh, I hope wow. he's not ruining the plane. But they ended up. Getting we got home back safe. Classic yes. 2006. I said, send out the offensive line. Tell them to pull that thing away. Yeah, they're strong. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not calling out the. <laughs> I'm gonna get somebody who's like, you want to see strong? Those guys bench 550. All I could think of was coming back from. Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah. That's the last trip I went on with you guys. Yeah, it's the last trip that's I ever wanted to go on that's, with you. that's it. I'm done. Why? Just because I kept pointing out the moon. There's the moon again. Yeah. There's oh, the moon. We're running out of fuel. Yeah. We're going down. Yeah. Mickey. Oh, Mick. He's yeah. the worst travel partner there is. No, I'm great. No, you're not. She moved to sit next to me. <laughs> I did. It's a plot twist, y'all. Why would you do that? It was great. 
Was it? Yeah, I just sat there. I think I watched a little bit of a movie. I read books. She slept for two hours. Did I sleep? Yes. Okay. (laughs) I can't remember what I said in July, but you still can't remember if you slept or not. It was was a blur weekend, but here we are. Start of the off season. Yeah. Packed up the lockers. I think Bryce Butler figures the writing's on the wall for him. Sent out a very interesting tweet that just basically said, thanks, y'all. Yeah. Centerpiece pick on our website with a big, giant cardboard box. A lot of guys did that. He, uh, Time to clean he, it out. So he, he played well. I mean, that, if you look at the two plays he made in the game, they were huge plays. I mean, that that pass play down the field was great body control, balance. Went up and got the football, and you know, I mean, they needed it. They were they were bad. It was a that was a second and twenty three throw that he made. Surprised he didn't get as many snaps as he did down the stretch. He was hurt. He was hurt. That plantar fasciitis. But I mean, think about it. But it's so funny. He was staring at Garrett after he made the catch. Ooh. Like everybody on the sidelines was kind of like, oh, way to go hitting him. And he was looking dead at Garrett the whole time. Like, you're not going to play me now. You know, you're playing me now kind of a bit. And okay, I get it. Just get back in the huddle. We need okay. To make yeah, so make he it. had 15 catches for 317 yards. Yeah. Somebody will sign him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but not as a first or a second. No, but somebody will sign him. Somebody will bring him to camp. They'll bring him in as depth. And and we'll end up probably playing against him. He'll be at Tennessee or something like that. He bet on himself last year, said, I'll take a one-year deal before Terrence re-signed. And I I haven't asked him this, but I wondered if he thought, okay, Terrence is going to get a lot of money somewhere else, and he's going to have a legit shot. I think we all thought that. Bryce would have a legit shot to start here, and it didn't work out that way. You did not think he was going to get money, Terrence? Really? I need to go back and listen to those shows. No, mm-hmm. go ahead. I think Bob, we all, you, you anchored those shows, right? No, no, I think we all were resigned to that fact that he probably was going to get a pretty good offer somewhere. Terrence Williams. Yes. I, I, I kept I, saying why. He had a better season than Terrell Pryor. Because they were coming off a 13-win season, and hey. hey, there are a lot of bad teams out there. Maybe this guy could start for me. He's a number two here. Maybe he could be our lead guy somewhere else. You really, you really thought he could be the I, number one receiver How much somewhere? money did LaRon Robinson get? For $11 million. One, for and how one did that work? And how did that work out? I'm just saying, out? teams need players. You know, this is a team that went to the playoffs last year. The market wasn't what we thought it would be. I raised my hand as a guy that thought that he was going to get paid better than he did. Why receivers got paid? He didn't. No, they, a lot of guys got one-year deals. Now no, the guy, right? just, the guy that just got paid is the guy uh, in in uh, Philadelphia, right? That just got Alshon. Yeah, Jeffrey just yeah. got paid. But he had to he had to go on a one year deal. A lot of them did. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. That that's they kind of made a decision. I think the NFL in general that and maybe maybe Anthony Hitchens might be the same way. Maybe that if you're a Cowboy fan, that's your hope. Well, Plus, that, Terrence Williams did the smart thing. He, he was, signed the deal as soon as he got it. Yeah, there was money here. Yeah, let's and, go. And a signing bonus. Yeah. And he didn't have to move. And he's still home. But it was the end of the first week of free agency, and the offers weren't there. That that wide receiver market was pretty shallow. It turned out. They just that position didn't get a lot of money. Well, which one? Which one would you have gone out and paid? You're gonna have to hold on that. Mm. There we go. What a cliffhanger we just left. Don't here. we have another half hour? Don't we always finish at twelve thirty? You're you're hungover from 2017. Uh, 2017. I got college players. I gotta go watch. Eleven yep. twelve, Mick. Y'all join us next Tuesday, eleven a.m. Thank you so much for everything you do and draft show this week, Brian. Yes, Thursday, eleven a.m. draft show. Thanks, Tay. Appreciate Woo! Draft show. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?